The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at HighFiveCasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino! This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. The BMW i4 M50. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Experience the power of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper as BMW M-engineered handling takes you through every twist and turn. The complete suite of intuitive technology keeps you connected. The pure performance keeps your heart racing. The BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans, golf fans, or just fans, welcome to a midweek release of Get a Grip. And uh, Max is, you guys can't see him. I don't know the reason for this. I waited to ask this question on the podcast. Max is recording from what looks like my closet in Marshall, Texas. Are you in a closet? Is this the new media, Max? I'm in a closet. Uh, I missed two of the three cuts. I figured I'd punish myself, <laughs> go full Harry Potter style, live in a closet. No, um, we are, uh, my wife and I and, and our dog, Scotty, are currently on a, I wouldn't call it a vacation. We're on a, uh, we're spending the week in San Diego to avoid the COVID spike that is in uh, all of Arizona and especially Phoenix scottsdale area uh so i'm just trying not to get that so i can go back and play uh the weather here also is considerably better than uh where you are right now it's uh <laughs> hey hey listen listen yeah we, we got a high a day ago we're recording uh on wednesday we got a, di- a, a high a day ago not in the triple digits so things are uh, are looking up max can i just say uh june 2020 i'm gonna say not our month <laughs> not our month i'm really glad we're into july i mean the, this this COVID thing's uh, not going away, and is, and we'll get into to the to it disrupting life, disrupting the PGA Tour, and everybody um, basically kind of going back to what we went through in March. I mean, for for good reason. It's it's blowing up all around the country. Uh, the golf, I don't think, went your way. I think it's probably a fair thing to say. And then you know, uh, over the weekend, one of the reasons we're we're kind of uh, we've delayed the recording was obviously the news that came out about what I typically do for a living that was uh, yeah. we were expected to do here in a little bit. So I just wanted to say uh, we have a birthday calendar. You're on it. No big deal. Oh, uh, sick. Flipped it to July one today. And, uh, and it was a, it was a relief. I got to say <laughs> that is a, that is a nice change. Uh, yeah. June wasn't for us. July will be, um, you know, new month, new us. Uh, yeah. The COVID thing, very interesting. Um, first week on tour, we had 
no cases and none on the corn ferry either. Uh, and then uh, South Carolina happened and we had a couple more shout out South Carolina. And then we get to, uh, you know, Connecticut and it was a crazy week. Uh, I didn't really know much about it, but you know, apparently the governor two days after we got there, which I wonder if that was, you know, part of the plan decided to put on a, you know, a quarantine, uh, not a quarantine ban, but a travel, uh, stipulation that if you came in from certain states, one of which was South Carolina for good reason, as I've mentioned, uh, you had to quarantine yourself for like 10 to 14 days. We obviously didn't have to do that, but we were starting to think that maybe this isn't going to happen. And then, uh, so the, you know, the vibe was kind of weird, uh, around the tournament, a couple people got it. You know, I played, uh, Thursday, uh, in my group, we were, I think a group in front of Denny McCarthy, Bud Colley and Matt Wallace. And, I find out Friday morning that that Denny had gotten it. He actually had felt sick the night before. So he went in with some symptoms, which was the first and I think only we've had with symptoms. Uh, Bud being uh, just trying to be cautious, uh, decided to go in and get tested. And I just I don't know if it took too long or if he just decided not to play, but he ended up playing. It was kind of funny. Matt had to play behind us as a single behind a threesome. Uh, that probably wasn't super fun. Uh, he We watched him read one putt for like, five minutes <laughs> so and, and i don't know if he made it so i'm sure it just felt like a waste but uh yeah it was a weird week um obviously more of these things are popping up fortunately a lot of them like i said no one seems to feel too sick uh it is odd i mean cameron champ has gets his i think he was the first of the week and then does three tests after and they're all negative so i'm not sure if a lot of these are false positives and then we're, we're being cautious because of it or if they did have it and it just somehow was out of their system very quickly after i'm not really sure but it's definitely become not that it wasn't before but it's it's a it's you know big talking point again uh so hopefully hopefully things keep getting better i thought the commissioner uh commissioner monahan's speech press conference was great i I liked what he said i like that he said that we're gonna have to learn to live with this you know people fortunately on the pj tour aren't getting too sick and if we keep doing what we're doing which is isolating ourselves and staying away from like the the you know the general population uh even if someone does have it uh, we're not giving it to anybody. So I don't think that it, it's overly dangerous there, uh, which is obviously the main concern. You know, it's not just about us. Obviously, this is about other people. We're not trying to bring come to cities and give it to other people. But I don't think that that's been the case at all. Uh, so hopefully it keeps getting better. They changed, you know, some of the some of the rules and and really tighten things up. But, I, you know, I guess this is just going to happen as, as the commissioner said, you know, we're, we are still going to have to go to hotels or I mean, I still have to pick up food here and there. Uh, so you just do your best we're wearing a mask everywhere. Uh, all of us, you know, at least the travelers had to wear a mask everywhere. Um, it's very, you know, it's, it's very uh, regimented and uh, hopefully it just keeps getting better. But this was going to happen. This was bound to happen a little bit, but I'm glad that nobody kind of overreacted to the fact that we've had some, because again, like a, a few of these, uh, you know, Brooks Kepka's caddy, Ricky Elliott got it and said he felt fine. And then also, I think he took another test and was, was negative. So, uh, it's, it's definitely confusing as this has been for like, you know, the last four or five months. So we don't know, but I know everyone's taking it very seriously and we have been taking it seriously. Uh, it's kind of frustrating to hear at times, uh, or at least read on time at times that, you know, Oh, now the players are getting that it's serious. I think that we have all taken this very seriously. Uh, it's just the people around us outside of the golf. It's, it's hard. You know, like I said, you're going to at least come in contact with something someone else has come in contact with at some point. It's, it's almost impossible not to, uh, so everyone's doing their best and, uh, hopefully it gets a little bit better 
um, you know, coming, coming in the next, you know, couple of weeks or so, but yeah, that's why I'm, I'm in San Diego, just trying my best not to, not to get it. So, you know, I can keep playing. It's next level quarantining. If you lock yourself in a closet, that is, <laughs> I mean, I, I've, here. <laughs> I've read about 10, I've read like the 10 checklist things and that's on there. Um, you, you know, you personally, and you're, you're a guy that, that has, has, I mean, if anybody's listened to this over the last few months, I mean, you're, you sign off with wash your hands. I mean, you're a guy that, that has taken this seriously from the start. What are your weeks like? I mean, what are they look? What are they like? You know, three weeks in to playing back on tour, you're not playing this week, correct? I mean, you're not correct. Yeah, you're not playing it, playing Rock and Mortgage. So uh, you're in California. What are your weeks like when you're on tour, when you're not on the golf course, you're not at the practice facility? I mean, what are you doing? Like literally nothing. Like you know, uh, push-ups. That, yeah, I mean, is I did do throwing? a lot of push-ups. I feel okay. you know feel pretty good. I actually feel like I actually started to burn off the quarantine weight. Uh, but yeah, not a lot. Uh, I really do just go, you know, golf course back to hotel and sit there. Like last week, especially I was just locked in my room. I guess the last two weeks, uh, Dallas, like reading books. I read a book, uh, read a book by Ron Reed, who is the, was the starter for the U S open for a really long time. Uh, and it was an interesting book. Uh, I played some video games, uh, here and there. Uh, I'm still not very good at them. <laughs> Um, but did that, but yeah, it was incredibly boring the last two and a half weeks. I thought that the first week was at least somewhat, somewhat fun, uh, just because everyone was staying at our, at at the hotel we were at or mostly everybody. So when you would eat downstairs, you know, in the, in the, in the restaurants we were allowed to eat at, like you would see other people, but yeah, I felt like I lost some, uh, some touch with like personal, connection you know just uh you get so excited to be at the range so you could like you know see people uh but yeah i've been it's been you know i don't know if everyone's taking it i'm hoping and i'm hearing people are taking it serious but i i just really just lock myself in my room and and you know do my best not to have to go do anything obviously i gotta grab food at some point but yeah it's just very lonely uh and isolated but i mean at the same time i've thought about it a lot uh you know as, as bored as i was i was comparing and contrasting like the pros and cons and i would much rather be out playing and competing and doing what i love than than not so it's all good but i mean it is you know you just watch a lot of tv especially after i missed the cut i didn't fly home till sunday and you know you really can't you know do anything i couldn't can you go to can you go to the course and hit balls i mean i could have but i just felt like that would be a bad idea or bad look you know i just don't think it was necessary for me to go there um for if i i think if i didn't have a week off i would have which I think other people have done. But since I did, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a couple days. Right. Uh, because it's just, I don't know if it's worth me going over there. If I did have it, like, I think that would obviously be bad because I'd possibly be uh, contaminating other people. You know, I, I, obviously this is very contagious. And also if, if I'm not, but someone else is there, like just for my own well-being, I might as well just stay away. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like it's crazy different. It's not like I'm out raging during the weeks of these tournaments, but <laughs> it does feel like, I think it's more the vibe. Like you feel a little bit more like I cannot go outside, you know? And, and so you, you it, it almost like suffocates you a little bit more. Hey, it, it feels like, I mean, you, you mentioned cases going up in Arizona. You know, it, it feels like anything you want to do in, in terms of following orders. So if you're going to go to a drive through at a Starbucks or, you know, if you need to go to the grocery store, as you know, I mean, everybody knows the last few months, everything's felt like you have that moment of questioning. Do I need to do this? Is it worth doing this? Am I prepared in terms of all the stuff I've got to take? So I can only assume, you know, being back on 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 the road and playing on the road and doing all these things, I, I can imagine it's probably disrupted you a little bit of, of what it's normally like. Uh, and, and it's doing that to everybody. But 
I, I, I know the week off's probably been helpful. California weather, probably not so it's bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, what, all right, so uh, let's dive into your golf for just a moment. Yeah. Um, you missed the cut. You uh, Well, more importantly. and is, I know. I are you, you're in the choked. closet. Put your, I know. I, I didn't even. I haven't texted you anything about this. I just looked up where you're at. Where am I at? You dropped from third to sixth in the um, most important uh, P- list I'm in there. the history of the I'm world. A on risk reward challenge. Uh, year to date through the travelers, you are currently trailing Abraham Answer, who like leapfrogged everybody. You know what? I need to look this up, and I'm going to look this up when you mention it. I need to see how he played the 15th. He went from t 10th to fifth. Yeah, see, but that's what I'm doing. And from six, I'm going to jump know. from you can, six hey, to you can one. Take all right? these guys down. When I need to. Uh, Nick Taylor leading Bryce. Yeah, he hasn't been second. playing. I think he's. I think he's riding out the Aeon. <laughs> uh, Charles Howell the third is in third. That yeah, seems shocker. appropriate. Uh, Graham McDowell fourth. A- answer fifth. That, that whatever his his whatever he did on the uh, the fifteenth this past week, and then you're beating uh, Hideki and Rory. But yeah, I mean, you were you were primed and ready to to eagle fifteen every day this past really week and, and be first, and unfortunately that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm glad it, this was the hole too. Cause I think this is one of the most interesting holes on the PJ tour. Uh, Solly had uh, tweeted about it too. And, um, I was joking with him. I thought, I think, by he the way, you've we got to, you've got to tell people who that is. I mean, oh, some people Chris might Solomon, not. uh, uh, one of the, uh, figureheads, uh, talking heads <laughs> of n- the no laying up corporation. Um, but he had tweeted out that, uh, you know, something about the 15th hole. I think he thought we were, I was debating him. I was just presenting a different option, whatever the, you know, it's n- neither here nor there, but the point is 15 is an awesome, probably my favorite short par four on the PJ tour 10 at rib is up there, but I think this presents way more options, um, and way more creativity. Um, it's a very, actually a pretty hard, uh, hole. You know, I feel like a lot of these Aeon holes haven't been particularly particularly demanding but uh this one really was i mean i i was reading more about the aeon and and <laughs> as i as as one does and <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute wait, wait, wait. <laughs> i was trying to learn you how you win Why did this you not thing email me this information i, I know, need more man. info i was deep in the weeds but i guess you only it's only your two best scores so making the cut is helpful because you get two more opportunities so yeah i botched it the first day i hit a good tee shot long left at a kind of a crummy lie tricky chip Ran it like 12 feet by missed shocker, by the way, just I'll do my whole week uh, of golf in uh, or my whole two days of golf in, in one quick sentence. Uh, I hit it great. I put it bad, <laughs> like just rinsed and repeat for two days. Uh, so, but yeah. And then the second day, you know, I hit in the front right bunker and it's just to the front left pin is such a hard shot. The green runs away and then it runs down the hill and then it runs into that one yard strip of rough that, that Solly didn't like. And, and I get why he didn't like it. Um, but it did present the option of going for, I think a little bit with a little bit more freedom. Now, Dustin Johnson's ball somehow stays up. I have no idea. Every ball I saw land left of the green got into the water. If you landed one, like the first day I was long left, but I landed it on the green and it ran off the back, but it's one of those classic, like the cameras don't give it justice. Don't do it justice. The green is raised and it has like four or five sections on the green. It's one of the most intricate greens I've played. Uh, and it runs off hard on every single side with with fairway. And this is where I was talking actually Tron also from the No Laying Up Corporation about how I don't believe par is relevant. You know, I, I especially in viewing golf, par shouldn't matter. So if you just looked at this as a whole, one of the things Tron always talks about, and I, I agree with him and we talk about this quite often, is I wish that there was less rough around the greens uh, 
you know, and, and pretty much all of golf. Now, certain golf courses, it's okay, but runoffs are fun because you see then people chip. Like last week, I chipped. There's a lot of runoffs. I chipped with an eight iron from the fairway. I chipped with, you know, bumping a 50 or pump, bumping a 56 into a hill. Sometimes I'll take it on and try to spin a 60. Like a lot of thought goes into it and then a lot of uh, creativity. And then most most importantly, a lot of skill becomes, you know, more more prevalent and more important. So this hole did that, you know, I, I hit, like I said, the first day I hit a long left back pins back, right. So I'm in a pretty good spot that the green actually runs, uh, towards me. So I'm chipping uphill. However, if I hit it too far, it goes down the hill and I have another chip and that one would have been brutal. But if I, if it comes out of this lie I had, that wasn't great. Uh, not very good, it, not very well, it, it comes right back to my feet. So it's demanding me to hit a really good shot. Now I hit an okay shot, it runs like 12, 15 feet by, and now I have a really tricky chip that, or putt. The reason I ran it by uh, most likely is just because I was a little bit fearful of being short and having the same shot again. So, um, and then like like I was saying on Friday, I hit in the bunker, it was an impossible shot, especially off the down slope. And I hit an okay bunker shot, but not enough spin and it just rolls off the back. And then I have another chip, fortunately get up and down for par to save the Aeon, uh, you know, slide I was on. But uh, it's just, a, it's a great hole. They're, they're, the pins are so difficult that there's really never a great side to miss it on. Even like I was saying with the front left pin, which I think is the best pin. And they moved the tee up, so it was a three or four iron, but even if you hit it right, like where Leishman in my group hit it was perfectly pin high right. Now the chip is very, very fast, but he's in the fairway and he could spin it and he hit a great chip. But if you are a little further than that, now you're chipping across the spine and that chip no longer is very easy. And if you're short of where he was, you're actually chipping, you have to play a lot of break or you actually have to bump it into the hill. And like I said, if you mess it up, you have the same shot again, or you have one from where I was, which is over the green now in the rough, uh, between the rough and the water. If you were to take the rough out, I, a lot of people would still go for it, but it would be so much more circumstantial. I don't think Dustin would have ever gone for it with the lead. I think he would have laid up. Um, now, his ball 100% deserved to be in the water. Uh, shout out, hashtag ball don't lie. So he was destined to win that golf tournament. But uh, you, I don't, I, it would be too high of a risk because even if you missed it right to the green, that next chip you have, you would actually probably have to bail somewhere either elsewhere on the green or like to the front of the green or short of the green or something like that to have a chip. So it's just like a genius hole. It, it, it pretty much makes you go for it because it's so short, but it's going to leave you unless you hit a perfect tee shot with, which needs actually a good kick and, and some luck. It's going to leave you a really awkward chip. Don't matter where you are. So, um, that's why I like the hole. That's why I like the little stripper rough. I don't even know if I like the stripper rough, but I think that's why they put it there. I think it really does add a lot more people going for it. I think that, I mean, think about it. If Dustin's ball does do what every other ball, I'm assuming that week did that landed there goes in the water, the tournament maybe changes a little bit. He probably still gets it up and down, uh, as he did for par, but it, it changes a little bit. Um, if you take, if you take that rough out and he would almost positively lay up and then hit a wedge on it. It'd be a fairly boring hole because the, like I said, the, the pin placements are so, are so difficult that the wedge shot becomes one that you're going to play very defensively. And I'm not saying that I'm not for scores being higher. Like if you want to make it harder and that's the way you want to do it, that's totally good by me. But I think they were just presenting that option to create more drama by having more people go for it, regardless of their circumstance. Like you're just going to go for it. It's a hybrid for Dustin, but 
if if you're up two and there, it's very likely you could hit that ball in the water and then chip it in the water again, I do feel like you would lay up more often than not. If you're inside the cut line by one or two, you might do the same thing. So I think that that's why they did it. But it would be interesting to see them take the rough out because my ball on Friday would have gone in the water, my my bunker shot. So and, and knowing that that was a mega like a huge option, I would have played a completely different shot. But I was still left with a tricky chip. You know, Scott Harrington uh, tweeted and said that he did the same thing I did and made a six. So it's like, it's like you know, it's still a really hard hole. Um, it's a it's a tough it's one of the toughest hole short holes that that I can think of to make birdie on. I don't think it's brutal to make par on, but I do think it's one of those tricky ones to make birdie on because there's just not a lot of leaves to the hole, like to to the to the pins. There's just you know, if the pins back right and you're anywhere right, you're kind of dead. So you need to be either short left, which brings in the water, or long left, which brings in the water. Um, and and yeah, I don't know. I just think it's one of the coolest holes. Um, I thought the whole golf course was really really cool. Um, I would say that I think that the scores are so low lately. These cuts have been crazy low, but I think it's because the fields have been so good. I I will say that Hilton Head didn't have much wind. And it was quite soft, but even like last week at, at Travelers, I didn't think it was that soft. It wasn't firm, firm, but it wasn't that soft. And the scores were still really low. I just think the fields have been so much better than normal because of the the way the season is 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 turning out. Um, and so the cuts are getting lower because the fields are just a shade deeper or whatever. I don't really know, but that's been an interesting one because I've also had a lot of people tell me that because there's no fans, it's, it's going to be considerably harder, which I just... <laughs> It's not. So <laughs> I, I don't know how to argue this one anymore. It's just not. I mean, I know certain people get kicks that go in, uh, you know, instead of going out of bounds, go go back and play or they go on the green. I don't know. I don't see it all that much. So uh, I would argue that, you know, four undercuts are pretty wild. I didn't play great, but I sure didn't play horrible. And, and I still was outside the cut by two. Um, it's just, you know, uh, uh, I guess where we are right now with these fields, you're going to have to play some great golf even just to make the weekend. Yeah. Uh, answer uh, two under on 15. That's it. So I that's mean, that, it. Yeah. That's so all you that's need. What that's I'm all saying you the need. hole played quite difficult. It's just, yeah. it's a tricky little hole. Uh, I, it it's, it, I'm with you. I love, you know what I think is a cool, a cool little addition to a drivable hole is it when you don't have to hit driver to get there. Yeah, I see. That's what I'm par is irrelevant. So why do you have to, like you could hit any club and from the back, right. you still are hitting three wood. Like it's not, it played two fifty front or something like that. One of the days, but the first day we played, it was two seventy front. So it's not like I'm totally with you. You shouldn't have to hit driver on these, on these par fours for it to be like this good short par four. Like, right. It's not too many of them are three sixty and three fifty. And yeah, it's fun yeah, yeah. sometimes when you get two ninety eight or three Oh five. I mean, that's, I think that's what is so great about Riviera's 10th hole you know, I mean, the green's awesome and the bunkers are brutal and, and the whole design is is the design. But I love the idea that you can get a ball up there with the long iron if you're super long. You know, I mean, yeah. if you're a if you're a, you know, top five, top 10 guy on tour and distance, you know, you might hit a two or three iron one day and, and hit it up there near the front of the green. And in uh, most of the modern day drivable holes i feel like are always the same distance it's yeah, always you're smash, 335 you're smash, it, totally right. you're smashing i think the genius of 10 at riv is at, and to, to your exact point is uh distance control off that t is way more important than accuracy because you can play it way left now accuracy is still important if you're any kind of right of the front part of the green you're dead uh but distance control is the most important part you you need to be whatever it is 285 right on it now this one 15 at travelers at uh tbc river highlands um distance control is obviously important but not nearly as demanding like you you can 
you need to be, but you need to be very, very accurate. Cause like I said, if you're a little too far, right, a little too far left, either you have a brutal chip or it goes in the water uh, more often than not. So that's the difference. And and yeah, like you said, you don't need driver to do those things. But I think like, again, go back to what I talked to uh, with the no laying up guys quite often because they're big on like the architecture stuff. And I don't know enough to really like harp on it. But what I do know is I'm, I like creative shots. I love watching uh, the British Open because you see shots that you don't typically see. You see low, you see running, you see playing along the ground, or you see carving shots up against the wind. You see a lot of different shots. I think that the 15th hole and a lot of holes at Travelers, but especially the 15th hole, presents this whole new repertoire of shots. Like you need to play, like I said, bumping into a hill and then spinning it so it doesn't run away into the water or down a hill. Like you're going to see new shots. You're going to see a hooking three iron onto that green that has to run perfectly up the hill. So you, because right. you don't have a club that's going to land and stick, which most people don't, you know, even I saw Rory hit a great shot, but his ball still bounced, you know, 40 some odd feet. So that's why I like it because if par is irrelevant, which it really should be, we add up the total number of shots hit, not how many under par we are. Um, the, the, the import, you know, it's, it's, it becomes more fun to watch when you see somebody hitting this, like, crafty little shot and they're not just seeing somebody be like okay like you said the hole's 335 i'm gonna smoke a driver as hard as i can and hopefully it gets on the green like yeah get in a bunker a and i can make three. yeah that's but that's not you're not seeing a creative shot you're just seeing a bomb driver like now we're talking about working some sort of shot in there you take distance away i mean and that's what you that's do what you t- that's what's fun uh, i have a random question you get a a genie pops out of your golf bag one day and says hey max for the rest of your life Every iron you hit is either going to be exactly directly at the flag <laughs> stick or is going to be absolutely directly whole high. Which one are you taking? Whole high. Bob Burns, who uh, is a old, old pro, he's uh, pretty famous in Southern California. We asked him a question when we were younger. We said, what did tour pros work on the most? And we're thinking, that, you know, it's, it could be, you know, anything, putting, you know, spinning chips, whatever. He said being pin high. And we all kind of like scrunched our eyes and we're like, what do you like? That's a terrible answer. And he, he said, listen, man, if you're pin high, you pretty much never have more than 15 feet for birdie. He's like, it's very important. I've that's been a staple in my game. That's probably what I'm the best at is I am pin high a lot. And, and I think it's as important as, as accuracy because whether you say it's because the ball doesn't curve anymore or whatever people, great golfers don't miss eight irons, six irons, seven irons too far offline. Um, but getting the distance right is something that fluctuates, you know, with, whether it's wind heat, um, you know, maybe you just catch it a little off the center, like being pin high is so freaking important and so undervalued by like the average golfer. Uh, you know, you, you, I used to joke, you know, with my dad, but all golfers do that, this, that are average. It's like, how far do you hit your seven iron hit 185 yards? Do you, or did you just do that one time? Right. Yeah. (laughs) You did it one time. So you don't really hit at 185. You hit at 170, which is okay. But like, just be the guy that keeps hitting the seven or 170. You don't need to be the guy who every once in a while will hit at 185. So I'm always going with the pin high. I just think it's super important um, and something that, uh, like I said, is undervalued and underappreciated, especially even in the pro game. I don't think people notice just how often, uh, you know, I think that's why Colin Morikawa is probably the best iron player going right now that dude watch him next time he is pin high so often it's just hard to mess it up from 15 feet pin high right you know it's just hard but you're you gonna can mess make it up a par. 35 short yeah, there you go that's a par every time it which would one be are you wild taking, shane i mean whole high for sure okay. but it would be so wild 
if you decided just for fun to tell the genie you're going to take one at the flagstick every time <laughs> and every tracer you hit on tv just was rope. right at it well every on course announcer's like max has a four iron here like he hit it and he's like oh it's right at it you'd be like yeah we know we know it's right at it it's always right at it these That'd 12 be funny, even better if, if the ball took off like a hundred yards right and you see it auto correct like at it <laughs> like space jam when jordan yeah. makes the one and that would have actually been perfect we're gonna take a quick break and be right back the following is a high five moment from high five casino.com would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! Ha! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Shane, I've got a question for you. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Can we talk about the Fox thing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know sure. it's um, not the, the happiest subject, but I, I like, I think a lot of people have just general questions so i won't we won't dive too deep into it i want to lead off i tweeted it i loved what fox did with golf i thought that chambers bay the first year was an absolute disaster and i think that's okay to admit i just don't it's hard golf you know better than i but broadcasting golf is hard i thought that no i don't know if anything i've ever watched has gotten as good as fast as fox did at golf I thought the next year was tremendous. And I thought every year after has been good. I, I watched all of the, you know, like this US Amateur, US Women's Amateur, right. uh, all the other ones too. And they're all great. But I thought that Fox literally innovated golf watching. I think that they added so much shot tracer. They added, and we make fun of the, the, the camera or the uh, mics in the cups, but you pointed out that you hear so much more really. So we can, we can deal with the weird uh you know golden tea noise like it's gonna be okay well and, and i mean all the everything all the audio we got at oakmont you know when, when dustin won and, and the whole putting controversy and everything that happened i mean 
all of that audio was was totally the, the and that's, in the cup and that's innovative and that's thinking outside the box and that's pushing some envelopes so i think that they did such and you did such a tremendous job i loved watching especially the u.s open so much coverage uh it was nice to see different voices go through you and brad then transitions into uh joe buck and um Zinger. Zinger at the time so like I just thought that was great. So I, I just want to point out, I'm bummed, not just for you, but I'm bummed because I, I thought, I, I know uh, NBC is going to do a good job, but I really, really enjoyed it. I liked it being a breath of fresh air. But I want to know, first off, um, are you guys still doing the other USGA events? No, no, no. It's, uh, the, it's all, a clean of, All of it's, yeah, all of it's to NBC. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I found out on Sunday morning. Um, I got a call Sunday morning. I was on a run. And, uh, and, you know, obviously it was, was very surprised. I mean, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't expect it to come. I hadn't heard anything about it. And, uh, and it was a little bit of a gut punch just because, you know, we, like you said, we get so excited. It's what we have circled on our calendar. And, and I, and I appreciate you mentioning the stuff outside the U S open. I mean, everything I've seen or read, uh, it all focuses on our U S open coverage and Fox golf was a lot bigger than that. I mean, U S open was our biggest week, no doubt about it most, most person power we had on the, on the grounds, but you know, we did eight to 10 events every summer and all those same people that did the U S open, all the people behind the scenes, Mark Loomis, Steve Beim, you know, everybody, I can name a hundred names right now of people that were unbelievable and that did a great job with what they did. You know, those same people are doing the U S amateur and the girls junior and the U S junior and the Curtis cup and the Walker cup. And so everything I see you know, and, and rightfully so. I mean, the U.S. Open is, is the gem of that package. But, you know, I mean, some of our favorite events, you know, if you if you call Julie Inkster or Faxon uh, or, or Curtis Strange or anybody on the team flesh, you know, Nicole Castrali, and you said, hey, what event did you like to do the most? I feel like they'd all have a different answer. You know, yeah. I mean, I always say that the the women's amateur we did last year uh, with, with, with Ruffles winning was one of the most exciting events I've ever been a part of in any capacity. I mean, watching it, broadcasting it, or otherwise. So yeah, I mean, it's a bummer because it was so much fun. And and I feel like I don't know this because I've I haven't been on another broadcasting crew that does golf, but you know, our chemistry on the broadcast and off the broadcast, I mean, Joe Buck, you know, would play golf with us anywhere. We dragged him all over the place. Uh Zinger didn't really play, Curtis didn't really play, but outside of those guys, you know, we were all teeing it up. I was we were driving after broadcast, you know, after broadcast to a golf course to play nine holes. And, you know, you'd be pinching yourself because Julie Inkster would be one of the four with you, you know. And so um, those were the things that I'll miss. I'll miss uh, I'll miss all the random places we've been. And uh, and I was really proud of the work we did. And so, you know, it was like I said, it was a gut punch. And I was uh, I was surprised by the news. But, uh, you know, the, one of the first people I texted was Dan Hicks and said, hey, man, uh, you know, you guys are going to do an unbelievable job. And I'm excited to hear and see what you guys do. And I know that'll be the case. And so, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was an unbelievable few years. I wrote this uh, on Instagram. I wanted to be a sports broadcaster my entire life. I mean, that was my dream since I was a kid. And, you know, getting to call a U.S. Open or getting to call a U.S. Amateur as my first full gig doing this, I mean, that is pinch yourself stuff. So, you know, the Fox team and Loomis that, that you know, gave me that opportunity to the USGA and Mike Davis and everybody who said, sure, we'll use this kid. That's fine. I mean, you know, he's, you don't, don't, I hope he doesn't screw it up, but we'll use him. Uh, I mean that you know that's that's a that's a big deal. I'm not sure I'll I'll get an opportunity like that um, for a while in terms of getting to call such a big sporting event and be a part of such unbelievable events and, and tournaments. So yeah, it was a uh, it was crazy. I was digital coverage at Chambers Bay doing featured holes. I thought I was like 
Joe Buck basically in that tweet, you know, because <laughs> you I are. was getting I was getting to do this thing with Robert Dameron. Dameron and I drove out and watched the final three holes once they came through our featured hole and we were done. And I was standing in 18 fairway when Speed hit that shot into 18. And uh, I, I still remember this, Max. The next year, it was the, it was the last event we did in 15 into 16. Was we did the shark shootout because you know Greg Norman was a part of the broadcast. And uh, and Loomis had called me and said, hey, I want you to come down there and you guys are going to do something to do something with Holly, you know, kind of a, a interview type of feature stuff we'll do on the side. I remember I was sitting in this meeting room and it was me, Buck, Greg Norman, um, Flesh, Inkster. And I'm looking around like, why in the hell am I in this room? You know, <laughs> this is really intimidating to be sitting in this room with about seven people all are either hall of famers or you know in their craft or have done all these things and so uh it was it was an unbelievable five years man i mean it was it was really really cool to do it and uh and you know i mean hell i met you doing an event i mean that's the first time i met you in person was doing the walker cup at lacc so uh it it, it was like it's been a couple days and i've had a chance to kind of you know reflect and 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 just think about you know 2015 to now where we're at and uh and it was it was a hell of a ride man i i was i was i was always pumped for the summer to come and i always was bummed out when the amateur ended and that was kind of the end of the summer yeah well i think first off like not just you but i think the whole crew you could hear the passion and the excitement for the event um i i think that you know obviously it helps to be a major uh for for the fans because we know we're all excited people are all excited to to watch but and, and see what happens but i think that getting such a a burst of energy from the the crew was great too. I mean, I, I think that I'll speak for probably most of golf fans. It's fairly sleepy on a week to week basis. Um, <laughs> I actually think I've heard someone snore uh, in the booth before. <laughs> so it's nice to get like that. And that's what I think bums me out probably the most, whether you liked Joe Buck's commentary or not. I know that a lot of people didn't. And some people did like, I, I liked it, but I liked how excited he was to do it. It was, it is a breath of fresh air for him who does you know, baseball, you know, you, we know Joe Buck from baseball and you get him in golf. And I think people's knee jerk reaction was, Oh, like he should just be doing baseball. It's like, well, don't you like, like this energy. And I like him asking questions that aren't typically asked because maybe like the average golfer doesn't know that, you know, we're I'm watching this as somebody who knows more about golf than most everybody on the planet. So it's kind of refreshing to have somebody ask such a, maybe a more simple question or more or more generalized topic instead of, you know, I'm not going to name names, but certain broadcasters will just jump like four steps in the thought process. Like we, like, like my old math teacher used to do, and he would just jump straight to like this one thing. And I'm like, yo man, like I need you to break this thing down. <laughs> Why'd you skip I'm not step one through three? Yeah, I, I need got one through three. <laughs> so, uh, so that's going to be a bummer. But I was curious, did you have any inkling this was going to happen? Did no, you, I, I mean, didn't know anything. No, I, I didn't. I mean, I, we, we were prepping for, for the year. I mean, uh, you know, listen, business is business. And, uh, and, um, you know, one thing that again, I, I I try to look at stuff positively. I try to look at 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 how how can this be be a positive? Because obviously, I'm going to be bummed out because we were so excited. I mean, U.S. Open at at, uh, at Wingfoot, I was really excited about. I mean, the U.S. Amateurs at Bannon Dunes. I mean, a place. Yeah. Could you think of a place I was more excited to broadcast an event? From? I've heard you like Bannon. Bannon it's Dunes. a little bit of one of my favorite places. <laughs> just a hair, just a little bit. And hey, Faxon we could go had, again. We Faxon go has again. never been. Faxon's never been. We were so excited to go out there and, and, and give him a taste of Bannon for the first time. Uh, and and I, and I was bummed out. But uh, no, it didn't know it. But I, I mean, again, you know, the business side of things. You know, if if NFL's there, you know, listen. NFL is the monster and we all know that. And if the NFL is week one's happening, 
NFL is going to be on Fox and CBS during the day, and it's going to be on NBC at night, and it's going to be on ESPN on Monday night. I mean, that that is what is going to happen with sport because we know what the monster sport is, and that is the NFL. And so, you know, hopefully I'll get some opportunities to do some other stuff in terms of NFL, college basketball, uh, maybe some baseball. I mean, I'm down for anything. I'm 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 available for anything. I will do anything <laughs> asked of me. I mean, I I'm always trying to kind of you know expand what I can do and and not be known as the quote unquote golf guy. But as you know, I mean, I, I love this sport and I was excited about it. And uh, and you you nailed it. I mean, the the passion of our crew. I mean, you find somebody that loves golf more than Joe Buck. Joe loves golf. Yeah, Brad Faxon is so excited to do anything in golf. I mean. Brad Faxon would be broadcasting a shot, texting some, you know, Hall of Fame instructor, writing something on a notepad to me, hitting the talk back to talk to Loomis all at the same time. I'm convinced. I think Brad might be Mensa level intelligent. I think yeah, it's, it's something worth there. pointing out because he he can just juggle all these things. And he was so talented at it. And, uh, and obviously getting a chance to be around somebody with, with, with the amount of energy that Paul Azinger has is infectious to the entire crew. And like I said, the Loomises and, and the Bimes and, 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 and Jesse and on down the list of, of everybody there. It's uh, I sent a lot of texts and a lot of emails the last couple of days. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, just proud of what we did. I'm proud of hopefully we pushed the sport a little forward in terms of what we've done with the broadcast and, and some of the technological advances we've had. I think one thing we really worked hard on was just laying out at times and just not saying anything in terms of what we did in the booth and let the golf kind of speaks for itself. And uh, there were definitely moments where you'd want to jump in and talk. And, and we just really tried it at, especially at, at pivotal moments to just kind of let everything breathe. And, and that was something that, that Joe directed us on. And I thought it was an unbelievable call by him. And, and again, I think that goes back to your point. Maybe that's somebody that's not deep into the grass in golf, you know, saying something that ended up making sense, right? Hey, let's, yeah. let's, let's make sure we let this, this broadcast breathe a little bit with a sport that, is is good at breathing and uh and that was a that was a great great call by, by joe so a lot of friends man a, a lot of buddies of mine i'm not going to see this summer which is a bummer but again I, I was just i was happy and excited that uh that we got to do what we've done 2015 and beyond and uh and a shout out and, and high five to everybody at fox and the usga who took a chance on a guy from the back nine network that was uh <laughs> trying to trying to get into live broadcasting and they allowed me to do that so uh i just got a lot of love for everybody man i mean it was uh it was it was a it was an unbelievable group. We all ate dinner. We all went out and got drinks. We all played golf together. Again, I'm not sure that's the case always on these uh, on these week to week broadcast crews. Well, Shane, um, I, I for one, and I'm assuming tons of others, can't wait till you're in another role in golf, so we could uh, so we could continue to hear the most perfect voice <laughs> there is. Uh, I also like to jump on that and say that at least you have your voice because I think anywhere you go, forever. You'll, you could just, you don't even need, you have a, you have a talking resume. Like you just say, hi, I'm Shane Bacon. Someone's like, you know what, man, you deserve to be on TV <laughs> or the radio or even, I don't know, some lowly, lowly podcast. Uh, something you mentioned, by the way, is in my worst thing uh, I heard this week. Uh, and it goes to laying out more, as I've mentioned more uh, that I like in broadcasts is when people do uh, 
stop talking just a little bit here and there because I understand that it's quite hard uh, to say a bunch of things right in a row. I, for one, say maybe two, three things right in a row ever. So I know that that's difficult when you're constantly talking. So if you don't talk, you can't say anything wrong. So my worst thing I heard this week was I was watching golf on Saturday or Sunday as I missed the cut, as one does. And uh, I heard, uh, you know, Pat Gazires on the second hole. And somebody said, you know, Pat Gazire, who's known for his length, also has a great wedge game. And let me just tell you guys, uh, I think that person, whoever said it, just saw that Patton is an enormous human and said, yeah, that guy bombs it. Everybody bombs it. Patton doesn't hit it far at all. I double check because I play with Patton. And he doesn't hit it far at all. We actually joke about it, that he's such a behemoth of a man and he doesn't really smash it. Like, so, you know, Cameron Champ's probably half his size and, and smokes it by him. So I looked it up. And he's 155th in driving distance <laughs> this year. So, uh, yeah. Can I, can I add something to, to that? Can yes. I add something to that real Please quick? Do. Uh, also uh, on the PJ Tour. So probably yeah, a pretty also, good wedge game. Uh, also that, yeah. <laughs> probably, got, probably pretty sharp with the wedges. You know what? I'll stay complete through the bag. Uh, yeah, he's probably pretty good with everything. <laughs> I would like to just, uh, you know, like I said, just go with what you Double just check said there. Stats. You may, maybe, you know, you don't need to talk all the time. We're going to find that out. If he's way by the other guy, we're going to find out, hey, guess what? I've heard and also seen Bryson hits it far as hell. So don't need to, you know, <laughs> hear about how far he hits it. Just let me see the numbers compared to somebody else's. Now, the best thing I heard this week, by the way, this has nothing to do with anything. Uh, Dustin hit it out of bounds on 13 or whatever. And I guess it was really close. And it just... I tweeted about it. It just reminded me why golf might be the dumbest game on this planet. Dottie Pepper so beautifully said, um, I'm not sure if it's in or out, but the rules official will come over with a string. <laughs> just like, what a dumb game. The guy's so leading stupid. a golf tournament and a string is going to determine if it's in or out of bounds. Um, but yeah, so uh, also with absolutely no segue at all, because I don't know how. Hey, I have, a, be I have a best thing. Can I go with a best oh, thing please, real quick? God, yeah. uh, this, this goes to... Uh, this, if, if you if you remember our last episode, this is like like two weeks ago, um, we talked a little bowling versus golf. Oh, yes, I've one, been dying to hear this. One of my best friends, Tim Lynch, a.k.a. Tom Lunch, um, who has, is now engaged um, to a lovely lady. To Tim and, and uh, she, so we, we've always called Tim Lynch Tom Lunch because it just, I don't know, it just kind of rolls, right? And Lunch is and, awesome. Uh, and lunch is great. And that's just a great name. She thought it was, for a, for the, for a small amount of time, thought it was an alias that he was like trying to be creepy online. And I'm like, no, 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 no that's because his Instagram handle is Tom lunch. I'm like, no, no, no. That's what we call this guy. Yeah. That's his nickname. I know his nickname is not weird. creepy at all. It's not creepy. Trust me. There's not, he doesn't nickname. have a Tim Lynch account. But I promise you he doesn't follow. He's like, so he, he, he commented about our bowling versus golf debate. And he said this, which I thought was really intelligent. He said, bowling and golf have to be the two best sports, the greatest sports for improving your math interesting think about bowling's it. really hard really with hard. the math i don't get that at all i can't do it can you score a bowling can you score not bowling, at all you think? not at all but i don't get a lot of strikes and spares so i don't have to i just add up eight so times is 10. a strike it strikes your next two pins right next two pins spares your next one pin but i don't know if you make two get two strikes in a row how many that multiplies it by all i know is if you get them all down all the time it's 300 <laughs> thank you right on the thank nose. you for breaking so that out so anyway backwards <laughs> and then so there you go that's that's uh that was a great point and also when you're talking about more difficult sport or hardest sport in terms of math bowling would be harder than golf so there you go a shout out to the guy on twitter who told me that the five to eight minutes i talked about bowling versus golf was his least favorite in this wow. podcast history because i i just want you to know uh, and this is from the bottom of my heart i found it really interesting and i <laughs> truly 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 don't mind that you don't that you yeah. don't like it 
And I hope you got through this four minutes of bowling versus golf. I thought it was funny. It was a big part of my life for like a day. And I just needed <laughs> to talk about it. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. High Five Casino Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Electricity has always been synonymous with power. And in the BMW i4 M50, power is more refined than ever. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Listen carefully and you'll make out the sound of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper. Experience the rush of pure performance as BMW M-Engineered handling takes you through every twist in turn. And elevate each moment of your drive with a suite of cutting-edge technology, including a BMW Intelligent Personal Assistant that gets smarter with every interaction. I've started guidance. And the most advanced iDrive operating system yet for the most powerful vehicle of its kind. Introducing the BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW. The ultimate electric driving machine. You know what? You know what this guy's not going to like? Our next segment. Our ne- so this is this the segue list. <laughs> he's he's going to hate you. What is the guy's name? Do we have a name for this fella? No idea. I don't want to shout him out because I'm sure he's a lovely, a lovely man. For but, sure. Uh, whoever, also, whoever you are that chirped Max, I'm just going to let you know that the next eight to 30 minutes that we spend is going to be awful, awful podcasting for you. Awful if you podca- you want to hear what's worse podcasting, Shane? <laughs> what's uh, that, buddy? The surprise of the century. There's no outlet in this closet and my computer is about to die. No way. <laughs> Hold on, There's got to be an outlet. We got to tell find everybody one. what. The okay, Max. Is. Max is now looking. By the way, I'm very impressed. Do you have a? Did you bring a desk into this office? Nope. It was here. It's actually a dresser. <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought you pulled in a whole sense. desk. Very impressed. Um, our next I've been doing segment, push-ups, but I haven't been doing that many push-ups. Our next segment. Uh, this is a first time maybe in podcasting history. We last night had an interesting uh, text conversation about uh, the planet Pluto. Or not planet, however you want to, whatever, whatever side you, you, 
you reside on. I think, Max, I'm going to speak for you. I think you and I are both pro-Pluto as a planet, right? Is that fair to say? I think Pluto has was slighted more than just about anything in the entire universe, I can say, because it that is, is really nice. Way to go. I like Pluto that. That got the, screwed. Got totally got the universe screwed. So um, I asked you, I said, let's rank our, our eight favorite planets. And you said, I'm down and you're in as you look for an outlet. Um, you know what? I'm grinding for an outlet. I think I found you're going to take, take a going. second. We'll just cut. We'll just cut this keep for going. a second. Nope. <laughs> okay. We're not going to cut this. Okay. Well, this is, you, this okay, is good. Just so you know, right now, Max, again, this guy, professional golfer, Max currently sixth on the Aon risk reward challenge list rankings um, has, a, I would say a, just a gaggle of cords in his hand and he is walking to find an outlet. I he's got one. cords. He's got his mic. He's I've got his mic connector. He just almost ran into a fan. This is what, you know what? This is play by play. This is what you're missing for me <laughs> now. Sh- going this is forward on your resume. <laughs> if you, if there's resume. a company out there that needs anybody to do cord broadcasting, I am your guy. I can broadcast people carrying cords all over the place, everywhere. But uh, we decided to rank our eight favorite planets. That'd be nine, Shane. This is well. Here's the deal, though. This is giving an opportunity for Pluto to make the list and somebody to get bumped, right? Oh, I didn't think about that angle. Yeah, that that that's where I stood with it. So, All right, uh, do, you like mind, do you mind if you I know start? What my honorable mention is. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's go. Pluto. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. I feel like it deserved an honorable Did, mention. Didn't make your list. I don't know uh, if that's the same I've case. Mo- I've moved to the bathroom. <laughs> so now, now, uh, now I've moved twelve feet to the bathroom. This is the smallest place on the planet. And I Are you have... plugged in? Come on, plug in, little guy. Okay. I'm back, baby. Right, I even heard, you, I even heard the B. I even Shane, heard the you're, the you're, you're, you're a real pros, bro. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, eight planets. Uh, I'm going to start with number eight. Um, have I talked about the Hard Rock Cafe on this podcast more than just a couple times? <laughs> yeah, in my you obsession me with all it. Your pins. Yeah, I have. I, I. So no big deal. I, I finished third in state in the whole state of Texas one time on History Fair projects with my Hard Rock Cafe thing. I mean, not a big deal. Not a big, I wrote a letter <laughs> to every Hard Rock Cafe. In the I actually country. heard about that when I was growing up. It was, it yeah, was I a know. Huge it probably deal. was a big <laughs> room. I, are you, wait, hold on real quick. Hold on real quick. Are you sitting on the toilet doing this? Nope. Nope. Toilet's behind what? me. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, ironically, squatting in front of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> ironically. Um, I need you to maybe possibly take a selfie that we can post on the podcast <laughs> Instagram account. Make sure you follow it at Good Agrip Pod. Um, so, uh, so <laughs> I, I'm a ridiculous. huge Hard Rock Cafe guy. I, I ride hard for him, staying for Hard Rock every day, all day. I make friends of mine go there and my wife to go there if we go to a, a city I've never been to one. Uh, my number eight is Planet Hollywood. I'm still pro Hard Rock Cafe, but my number eight favorite planets, I will visit a Planet Hollywood if they're still in existence if there is no hard rock cafe around. So that's my number eight planet Hollywood. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I just did real planets. Well, I figured you did. That's why I, that's why I did this. Um, I, I want to just interject uh, now that I have uh, a power source. Um, I almost every week, other than when I played Walt Revere, I think, I hope this is about planets. What are we going to talk about? I really <laughs> think about that. I'm like, what could possibly be interesting this week? Like, I don't find myself particularly interesting. I think you are quite interesting. And even if you're not, your voice interests people. And I'm always like, man, especially this week, I was like, what are we going to talk about? I know like the Fox thing's kind of sad and like not the best news ever. I missed yet another cut. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about there. I don't know if a lot of people care that much. Plummeted on the risk hole. reward challenge. Yeah, I flubbed that. Answer. So I was like, man. And then, you know, lo and behold, this falls into my lap. I'm talking about planets. 
on a golf podcast from a closet transition to a bathroom. The, the podcast just keeps on giving me. Would you some say humor. that if you, as you look in the bathroom mirror right now, is this one of the, do you mind looking in the mirror? Do you mind? Is this one of those moments that you're like, <laughs> damn, I, 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 all that grinding, all that hard work, all that time I put under the range and the putting green and the, the, the blood and the sweat brought me to this moment right here. You're number eight. You guys know I hate flexing, but I made it. Like this is <laughs> this is fame right here. This so what's what's your least favorite of the quote unquote real planets? Because uh, again, Earth. your honorable mentions Earth. Earth is Earth. number eight. Earth's eight. Um, I come, imagine whoa. that the other seven wouldn't bitch and moan about wearing a mask. Like, come on, they got bigger <laughs> fish to fry wow. than a you mask. You know what? Can Wash I wash your hands? Can I say this? Gosh, this could be the quickest one eighty I've ever done. I went from thinking <laughs> it was the worst eight. Do you say one sentence and I flipped 180 on it? It's possibly a great call. I don't think there's other planets and there's life on other planets that when there's a virus, it's not great. They're going, I don't really want to wear this cloth on my face. Yeah. Hey, listen, this could be the end of existence (laughs) on Mars. All you have to do is put a piece of cloth over your nose. Mm, I don't think I really want to. Do you think in the ice age when that, when there was an asteroid headed to earth, if you'd have gone around all the dinosaurs and you're like, yo, T-Rex, there's an asteroid coming. But if you wear this mask, it's going to miss the earth. And the T-Rex was like, I'm good. I'll take my chances. I'm going to take yeah, my chances. No, I mask. think they did. I this think is how I eat. Chances Look at lost. my teeth. You think this, you think that mask is going to keep these teeth locked in? No. Fair thought. Hard to eat. Hard to eat uh, one of the uh, herbivores, herbivores nice, with nice. a mask on. Um, nice. Yeah. Also, just uh, to transition that, it's this is not a political take. This is just simply uh, whether you think it does or doesn't uh, help uh, maybe just wear it just in case. I don't know. That's just like a safe, like just a safe precaution. And you know what? The one thing with the masks that I have noticed that I'm really awkward with is I tend to courtesy smile at a lot. Dude, of I was about to say that. Especially that in the service industry. <laughs> so I do a lot of courtesy smiling. You know, you, you're having it. I had, so I, for instance, I picked up food today at a place, had my mask on, uh, no touching, did the whole thing. And I could tell the person that was serving me my food was having a rough day. And I tried to do with like the warm smile. Yeah, Brian, and I realized that all, that all you do is you see crow's feet. That's all you see here. Yeah, you have to learn. I've been telling myself, you, we got to learn to smile with our eyes. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Can you do it real quick? Let's see you eye smile. Can you eye smile? Oh, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> pretty, I've been that's working on it. Four days you know what? These are all these new commercials you're in. I think that's, <laughs> yes, that's what you learned. Uh, like I said, fame personified. Uh, number eight is Earth. Deal. I'm going to let you go with your number seven. Seven is Neptune. And the reason I put Neptune in seventh and not eighth was just simply because Earth is already taking up eight. And I, I feel nothing towards Neptune. Uh, it is the seventh from the sun. So it just fits in seven. I, I feel nothing about Neptune. Neptune was really only... Uh, ever like I, I really only knew about Neptune because it was just like the closest to Pluto, right? Which yeah, is just my closest, guy. closest or to maybe the baby, it's the second closest to Pluto. I don't remember, but it was near Pluto. It was Pluto adjacent, <laughs> and like I was like, yeah, I really like Pluto. They're probably friends. If he's friends with Neptune, I'm friends with Neptune. Do you think anybody has ever said Pluto adjacent in anything ever speaking <laughs> in ever anywhere? Uh, I'd like to say I'm the first. So, it could no. be the first time that's ever happened. Uh, I'm I'm just happy to be a part of this moment yeah, in history. Well, it's a pretty uh, in, in, in English speaking history. Pluto adjacent. I'm Max really Loma. curious to hear your next two because uh, so I, my I number like seven. My number seven is Pluto. Um, I, I feel like it needed to make the list. Uh, was pro Pluto when I was a kid and learned about the planets. Always felt like it never got a chance. Had to be really cold. Uh, we didn't know anything about it. We just knew it was this kind of rock. Is Pluto the Rudy of the planets? Ooh. 
Oh, man. Yeah, but did but but you know what? Pluto didn't get in the game. <laughs> Rudy got the in the game. That's Pluto just point. the coach never let Pluto in. If nothing else, Pluto made, made sorry, the coach made Pluto leave the field before Pluto, the game started. Pluto is the equipment manager that actually didn't get to come in the senior game. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is probably like 98% of the real stories yeah, most, in sport. most equipment managers yeah <laughs> you know what hey if you're an equipment manager out there that didn't get the call in or didn't get a minute uh to join club trillion you my friend are our pluto and we <laughs> love you for it uh, my number six uh phantom planet uh i was a big fan of the theme song for the oc uh i, I didn't really get into the oc <laughs> but i i liked the song i'd listened to it a lot in college i always had this dream of living in California and maybe being <laughs> from California. So uh fan of planet, I feel like kind of nailed it with that song. That's my number six. What's your six? I don't know if anybody's ever said that either. <laughs> so, so I just, I just love the song. I, I, I don't know if I, wa- I watched, did you watch the OC? No. Did you watch Laguna beach? Is that the one with Lauren Conrad in it? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, they all had her in it. I love that show. Did you watch Laguna beach? No. All, all I remember about the show is one of the main characters well, drove song, a truck, obviously. and I thought I thought it was really cool that a guy in L.A. drove a truck because I obviously yeah. grew up in Texas. We all we all drive Teslas now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Everybody. Uh, what's your number six? My number six is I just realized I left my list in the closet. <laughs> oh no, you got to uh, no, go my, back. My number six is. Are you, you now? Are you just or, making oh, no, this up? My number six is Mercury. Well, they're all actual planets. Okay, like, so I, I so. Planets. So, so I have Mercury. A, were, you, were you a part of the thing I talked about via text a while back where I said, if you pulled people for your favorite planet, Mercury would get the least amount of votes? Yes, that was with Stamler and uh, Brady and uh, Greenberg. Yeah, and, and so, and I feel like everybody doubted this, but I just feel like Mercury is the forgotten planet. Nobody thinks about it. It's also not the hottest even though Venus is it, hotter, right? Yes, even though it's the closest to the sun. So, dude, come on, be known Makes for no something. Sense. You can't just you can't just cruise through life. Get an atmosphere, being the Mercury. closest to the sun. Although, actually, kind of a kind of a hardo move to not even be that affected by the sun being the closest planet. So, I'm, I might I might walk that back a little bit, but it just it's not it's, it means very little to me. Yeah, I don't think Mercury's got a lot for me. I'm, I'm pretty much out. It on it. Didn't do it make any. Me. Just so you know, spoiler alert, didn't make any of my list. Also, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak for myself here. Uh, Max, tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, did zero research. So anything we oh, say I about a planet. Re- I mean, uh, the the research I'm getting off my head, top of my head right now. Uh, too much Mercury is really bad for you. So and most of my research was somewhere between fifth and sixth grade. So that's uh, that was mm, a long time ago. Which personally. is re- way longer re- for you than me. <laughs> really long. Um, my number. F- uh, my number five or are you on it's your five i'll go Sorry. five my number five is uh jupiter i like jupiter wow jupiter, this is this is the split in the list number where it starts five? to become where i like it uh but i'm not sure if i love it uh jupiter known for being just enormous just a hoss yeah just big it's old just guy. it's the bryson of the planets i mean just the planets a lot, of teeth. Lot a lot of teeth. A lot of teeth. Uh, also, old, I think a lot of moons. <laughs> the, oh, a ton of moons. A ton of moons, like, like 23 or something. Oh, 23 it, moons. I don't know. I just made that up. See, as I many told you, moons six as Bryson <laughs> drinks protein shakes in a day. Hey, should we? Should we? What do you want to? Let's go with our official number of moons and not check it. What are you going to go with for Jupiter? I'm, I'm sticking with 16 moons. All right, I'll say 23. Um, my number five is Mars. Uh, it's I bet it's mm. higher on your list. It's I um, higher, actually. Yeah, I put Mars as five. I uh, talked to Cindy and I were watching something last night and my wife made a point that I totally agree with. She hates the color red. I also hate the color red. I, I, I never wear it. Red. It's not my thing. 
So Screw out on Mars because it's kind of all it's got is is it is, is kind of just red and possible life kind of with Jupiter as well. If we're oh come on man, Jupiter Jupiter's it's a beautiful. Bit red, it is beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. It's got the it's got the storm. It's just I'm awesome. not as I'm not a I'm not being very um, shallow with my picks, so I'm not into appearance. Gotcha. <laughs> Although my next pick does have almost all to do with appearance. So how cut this part? <laughs> is that am I number four? You're on four. Uh, my number four is Venus. I mean, it's it's it made the top four, but it's it's not gonna it's not getting a medal. I like that. My four is also Venus, just simply because it's considerably hotter than Mercury, even though it's further from the sun. So, very obviously, just <laughs> it's just an attractive planet. Obviously, it takes beautiful most of planet. The sun's rays. We can see, we can gorgeous. see it from Earth. We can and, see and it from Earth. I think I live kind of on venus living in arizona i mean it has to be similar as i sweat in my office chair inside <laughs> right now let me tell you feels a little venus way today. to brag about your office while i'm in this bathroom <laughs> just so you know my office is as you can see just the guest room with the yeah, desk. yeah. So that's just got a beautiful but yeah uh, nice. I, your turn i think for number uh number three no my number three i'm missing something here what planet am i missing? Wow, and your list is in another room so you have to go off the top of your head Do you want me to go with my number three Nope, because I'm not okay. going to come up with it uh, because you haven't gone all plants. Uh, my number three is Saturn. Same for me. I have number three nice, is Saturn dude, as well. that's two in a row. Uh, my reasoning, and I'm cur- more curious here, your reasoning, uh, really like the song for, by Drake, uh, Big Rings, where he says, <laughs> I got a really big team. They went, you know, we need some really nice things. We need some really big rings. I love the ring. It just reminds me basically of the Los Angeles Lakers every time I look at it. Huge ring, big team guy. Uh, of Saturn's top five most played iTunes song. Do you think that song's in it? I think it might be the only one, Shane. That's it, huh? Just, yeah. I mean, I'm surely the there's other songs about Does Saturn. Does Jupiter play anything that's not Drops of Jupiter? No. no oh, good point. It. Maybe some big, like, big boy he might play. You know, something <laughs> something large because he's just a thicky, Whatever thicky boy. Whatever song Bryson put in that music video. He, or the What's the song right? that Patrick Reed always listens to over and over again oh, in the loop? Uh, uh, I don't know. Ask, uh, Nick Faldo knows. Uh, it's okay. by... What's that's what's that band called that absolutely nobody likes? It's I a horrible remember. song, right? It's not a good song. It's not the Rory Imagine Omega Dragons. song. Dragons. That's right. <laughs> that's Is it the does. what's the Rory Omega oh, song? Omega, Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, standing Stand in the in Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. I miss Stand I miss Hall of Fame. I miss, I miss those commercials, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I don't know I, if I do. <laughs> I do. Uh my number two, uh Planet Fitness. I, I love <laughs> yes. I love that Planet Fitness has the purple machines. And I also just want to say this. Planet Fitness has a lot of signs up about not being a creeper to in particular women working out like and i that. just wanted to take this moment uh, to to speak moment, to men Shane. and this is a psa to all the men out there if you're listening to this and i'm gonna guess and this is just we don't have demographics on the podcast but i'd say probably more than 50 percent of our listeners are men would you say that's fair uh, I mean, I sure I sure hope so, because I don't know what woman is super interested <laughs> in what we talk about. It's That's not probably smart a lot, enough, but they, we probably lost a decent amount when we started the planet and also lost a decent yeah. amount of everybody. Right. But if you're, if you're a man God bless. and you're going to the gym, let me just help you out here. The woman that's working out a couple of machines over from you. Leave her alone. Don't talk to her. <laughs> just you know what she's doing? She's there to work out. She didn't show up to the gym thinking. You know what I hope happens today? I hope I get hit on. That's never crossed her mind once. And you hitting on her means you're the creeper. So just leave women alone at the gym and let them work out. They're there for 45 minutes to get their lift in or to get cardio in. And they want to leave just like you. They're not looking for a date. When she that takes my... her headphone out, 
and then puts it back in when you're done. And then you talk in just to take it out again. It's just like, it's a sign. Like, stop, stop talking. Like I'm done (laughs) in general. Let's just use this in general. Just don't do that in general. Yeah. You know, just don't be creepy in general. And that is your get a grip PSA of the week. Um, so that I like that. I like that planet Planet fitness pushes that, uh, that agenda is to leave people alone, let them work out and don't be a creeper. Your list is so, so good. I really should have put more thought on this. I've been trying to think like a play on words with planet and I can't really get one. I know there's a planet in toy story somewhere that was probably up there. Um, but (laughs) I was trying to say like, I just plan it. Like, so how many toy stories have you seen? What, how many, what's how many of the toy stories have you seen? You've seen them all. Is there only four? Let's hope so, because I thought I saw them all. Um, actually, let's hope not, then I get to see another one. I think I've only seen two. Big fan. They're good. Uh, what's your number two? Uh, Uranus, because it's funny. That's literally the only reason. I honestly Great. thought about not even putting on the list, but then I had to move it to two, because it does, it's still, the reason it wasn't going to be on my list was because I think it's a childish joke, and then again, I thought, what's your brand, Max? Childish jokes. I got to add it. I love it. I think it's really smart. Didn't make my list, but it's not a knock to Uranus. And one of the two, Uranus, by the way, <laughs> You know what I've always thought since I was a kid, since I was a child, I've thought this. Tell me if this is just psychotic thinking or if this makes sense. Since I was a kid, kid, kid learning this stuff, I have always in my head thought Uranus and Neptune are the Vermont and New Hampshire of of planets. Because I don't know which one's which ever. Can you name me if Vermont or New Hampshire is on the left or right? Do you have any idea? It's on the East Coast. So they look, look the same. No idea. They the people are similar. Um, they've got. They, it seems like a great place to live. Not. I mean, this is this is new. This is New Hampshire, Vermont. Not Uranus and Neptune. Not sure about the living conditions of either of those planets. Could be all but right. I've got no idea which in order is Uranus and Neptune. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally with you. I have no idea. Um, Vermont, New Hampshire, never been there. Seems lovely, but also seems like I don't really. It's just not super important. And now, if Vermont, New Hampshire have funnier names, hey. Ooh. Now maybe you'd make my list, but it's not funny enough. Really good point. Good point. Could could maybe spice things up with a name change. Yeah, let's Go ahead. Spice it up a little bit. Uh, by the way, uh, I was thinking of this something about Pluto, and I just totally blanked on it. I'm going to lead now with my number one. This is a big okay. Deal. Here we go. <sighs> Drum roll. If you guys have been keeping track at home, you already know what my number one is because I haven't thought of anything clever like Shane has. Uh, Mars. I texted you number this one. I text. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're going to do okay, let's hear why. as well. <laughs> if you liked if you liked why Earth was eight, you're going to love why Mars is one. Uh, I texted you this yesterday. Uh, Mars gives me hope that all the bad people from here will it will be able to we can get sustained life on Mars and they can just go there. Just go there. Get out of my like head. If you're prison? mean, if you're mean, not prison, like you could live your life like you could go live your life, but just not around me per se like we you okay could, if you're if you're not an anti-racist person like go to mars do <laughs> what you want over there as long as it doesn't affect all us good people over here, all us nice people all us people who are just trying to like you know get through each day um go over there if you're somebody who uh i tweeted out a video uh that i saw i retweeted a video this this uh woman posted a tweet and then posted all the responses to it that were not particularly relevant nor nice. But she said some funny joke about how if she was an x-ray technician, um, all the uh, she would always make the person do a second one and say, hey, now do a goofy one. So, you know, it's just a joke. She's not an x-ray technician. Well, her responses were unbelievable. 
Uh, she highlighted words like heartbreaking. <laughs> she hi she highlighted that about 100 people said it's not technician, it's technologist. Oh. Um, people just not understanding that it's a joke, being very, uh, you know, ex you know, uh, what is it, mansplaining? They were mansplaining her joke. They were X-ray explaining. <laughs> yeah, they, they, were, <laughs> they were looking right through her actual tweet, not reading between the lines, looking right through it like X-ray. Uh, so all those types of people just you can They're go all to going to Mars? Just, I mean, yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, let's hey, can split I, this up. Good, can I good throw people some people in Mars nice people. from this past yeah, week? throw some people. So um, I have received, when, when, when things happen in your life, uh, you know, like, like, you know, Fox golf going away and, and, and me not getting a chance to do these, these events that I love doing. You get a lot of messages and, and 99% of them are great. Uh, get a lot of, um, you get, you also get some really, really, you get the Mars ones. answers. You get some Mars. That's what I'm going to start calling it. I love it. Hey, uh, Hey, well, why are you frustrated? Oh, somebody just sent me a message from Mars. Is what I'm start <laughs> yep. I love this idea. Now All I'm right. in, I kind of wish I could move Mars up in my list, but my list is already finalized. Like the 10 commandments. My number one. <laughs> wow. Obviously is earth. Hello. Hello. Come on. I don't know if we've ever been this off on our list. We have eight and one completely. Well, I just like Earth's got water. Big fan of water. Earth's got mountains water. like mountains. Earth's got uh, golf courses. Big fan of those as well. Rivers. I'm a big fan of. I like streams. Philip? I like I like deer. Squirrels are pretty cool. I mean, Squirrels there's a lot of cool. things on Earth that I'm a fan of, like iced coffee. Can't get that anywhere else. You know, bat. You have. Well, you, you haven't think, been to another planet. I bet you Pluto had some unbelievable ice coffee. It was probably, probably mostly yeah, ice. Super cold. Rare, very, very oh chill. Don't need you a never cube. need a refrigerator. Don't need a cube. You're good to go. You know what? I was going to, I decided to go to school at the University of Arizona. I was between U of A and Syracuse. And I met somebody that went to Syracuse when I studied abroad. They said at Syracuse, you don't have to, you don't ever have to buy ice for your beer. You just literally set your 30 pack outside all the time at any yeah, point and you're good cold. to go what'd you say <laughs> it might get too cold it might that's the only fear is it might be too cold wow there's no the quarter and, and, white blue mountains are just popping blue. oh just 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 like the, the same blue as uranus uh, slash neptune i'm not sure which one's more blue but one of them <laughs> is really blue uh awesome list if you could <laughs> send us your top eight yeah sure i mean i mean, why I mean we'll we'll you know what we'll like it if you send us your top eight we'll that's both like fair. it that'll be fair. two hearts next to that um if you bought a hat or bought a hat if you donated to a food bank and you gotta get a grip hat they either should be at your house you should be wearing it right now or they are en route to your home because i already have a few people that have already received them um so thank you by the way thanks again for all that we're gonna take a quick break and be right back High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. 
so show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Electricity has always been synonymous with power. And in the BMW i4 M50, power is more refined than ever. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Listen carefully and you'll make out the sound of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper. Experience the rush of pure performance as BMW M-engineered handling takes you through every twist in turn. And elevate each moment of your drive with a suite of cutting-edge technology, including a BMW intelligent personal assistant that gets smarter with every interaction. I've started guidance. And the most advanced iDrive operating system yet for the most powerful vehicle of its kind. Introducing the BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. Uh, Max, what else do you have? Um, not a whole lot, if I'm being honest. Uh, I, I would like to say that uh, I was wrong. I missed Southern California. <laughs> this, it's this great, isn't it? This has been quite a week already. Uh, shout out to Scott Hind and the Farms for letting me practice out here for the week. So that's been great. What, are um, you been, what have you been working on? Uh, putting, uh, oddly enough. <laughs> really been putting. Might, may have switched putters. You'll have to tune in to the uh, broadcast if I somehow make it on there uh, within the next you know, year or so. Uh, but I went back to my old trusty uh, blade wand. Wait a minute. Uh, now, now you just, been now one you just day. spoiled it. Now you just spoiled it. You said maybe you have I to haven't. tune in. Yeah, yeah, so maybe say really maybe. Maybe, maybe, I need, yeah, maybe. Maybe I have. Tune in to find <laughs> out. Uh, I, I've, it's only been one day, but I played well today. Putt well today. So, you know, maybe, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's worked its way back into the bag. Uh, the other one definitely. Did. I don't have a kid, Shane, but it deserved a timeout. I never know how yeah. you guys as parents decide the line just of where scream it was timeout. Just this, scream really loud at them. This was, this was a timeout. Uh, type situation so whether it comes back in the bag or not um i don't know but it, it needs it's sitting the bench it's 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 the equipment manager on senior night right now it's like, a it needs beautiful beautiful putter that's the only bummer is i really like looking at you putt it with it but uh yeah. the other scotty's awesome too it looks prettier uh, I, when the ball goes in <laughs> yeah definitely i i um i played golf this past week at a golf course in frankston texas and it's called pine dunes and it's a mm, golf course that i have a oxymoron for- years and years well it's because there's pine trees and dunes and there. dunes that's yeah it's awesome uh, i've touted this place for a long time it's the middle of nowhere it's hard to find but they now have a sign on the road they used to not have one it's in hard to drive, find. right oh it's super hard to find um but <laughs> mark it is a, good court. a lovely lovely golf course and i urge people if you ever have a chance and you're in dallas or houston you can get there go play pine dunes because i'm telling you i had a chance to play it i haven't played it in the summer months i played it in the winter a few years ago and you know Winter golf in Texas, for the most part, is not great. Everything's kind of dormant. And uh, I got a chance to play it, and it was in great condition. And that golf course, I would say if that golf course was in a more prominent area, it would be... A findable area. Yeah, easier, a little easier to find. If your GPS worked (laughs) to find it, people would... Like, all of those Instagram golf course, quote-unquote, experts, 
would be touting this place. Oh yeah, highly. So Pine Dunes, shout out, love that golf Shane, course. I just thought of a feel good Friday. Uh, so here's on. my hold on. Here's okay, go. Okay, okay. Uh, hey, I I know that you're free for next year's U.S. Open now. Perhaps uh, now you can win the damn thing and not need to worry about doing both broadcasting and golf. You could be single minded focused. Maybe oh. that's what's been holding you back from winning the U.S. Yeah, Open. I knew I, I knew for a long time that, that I had something. a job to do, and I'm not yeah, ever going to not do my job. I got to live up to you're my a work. Hard working guy, you're going to dial in your job. But now, listen, you know what? You're free you know what? to win the. This win the frees me up, man. I I I. Uh, Hey, you know what? Do you think this is why Jim Nance has never won the Masters? You know what? I'm starting to think so. I never thought about it till right now. This is the chance that maybe, maybe Nance never won the Masters because he is knew he had to broadcast. Is this why Tiger's broadcast. never been in the booth? Because he's always been too focused on playing? Such a good point. Mm. We really are, are cracking this egg right open. Mm, interesting. It's a big egg. Stuff to, it's stuff to chew on. So, big um, egg. So, yeah, so this is uh, one of, yeah, now I need to focus on professional golf. I, uh, I have a qualifier on Monday. And uh, I am I have in my room right now, speaking of people that are struggling with their putting, I have uh, a (laughs) counterweight putter. I have just a regular ping putter. That's great. And I now have an arm lock (laughs) that I've been messing around. Oh, God, don't get um, me started on arm lock. Those are the three things that I'm currently messing around with. Um, So, yeah, Uh, what's your qualifier? It's for the Arizona Open, I think. Arizona Open. Where's the where are you playing or where where is the big one? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything. Okay. It's I like qualifier. it. You're focused on the qualifier. This oh, is what I only think that about. I, I am so locked. Look at my eyes right now. Look, can you see them? You're you're not only intense, but I can tell you're kind of smiling with your eyes. You've been practicing. <laughs> do you think? Do you think? How many people listen to this point? Uh, thank you all for always listening. Uh, one last time, I just want to say, or for sometimes listening, uh, yeah, or occasionally listening um, to everybody that has reached out about the Fox uh, USGA thing. Thank you very much. It's very nice of you. To everybody that has been a part of this over the last few years, I just say, again, thank you. You were lovely. Everybody at the USGA, Landy, Jincola, the guys that we worked with, you made our jobs better and easier to Mike Davis and everybody there. It was an honor to broadcast those championships. It'll be something I'll remember for my entire career. And uh, if I never do anything else in this world of broadcasting again, I will always call it a success getting a chance to do that because it really was an honor of mine. I would have done it for free, but don't tell anybody that because I won't nice. tell a soul. Shane, was, uh, we know nice this will not be your last. <laughs> this will not be better the only, paid. only golf stuff you've done. You're going to do bigger and better. Uh, I did just think of something. If, if, and when I win the U S open this year, I'm not going to do an interview until mm. uh, I do it with you. So. <laughs> what if you, what if you refuse to do, what if you refuse to decline media? Just, I will, I'm not speaking. I'm doing the podcast. You yeah, want to hear doing, my, you, you want to hear my hear thoughts? You want to hear my thoughts? They'll be on Get a Grip on maybe yeah. Wednesday. We don't know what to do. <laughs> maybe, yeah, we'll figure it out. It depends how much I drink that night. Uh, follow the Instagram account at Get a Grip Pod. We've got koozies. Uh, we had a, we had a first run of koozies that had an error on them. Um, so those are going to be what kind of the say? Lily White sessions. They just had quotes around the the line that I put in there, and so I have this is like right here, Max. I have like 250 koozies that are just going to be sitting here because we're getting a new shipment um with that aren't they don't have the air so these are going to be i think these will be the collector's item these are like when like uh, when th- they're like the sevy visor that has the nike and the nike on top of each other that's what these totally. are but it's like we have when, koozies uh, titles used to like when you had a bad golf ball they would make them practice golf balls yeah that's a yeah. good point i People remember like the, the xl those were all, always great no big deal um 
yeah, that's that's it. We have koozies. We're going to send them out to some people. We'll do some contests and stuff. So follow that at Get a Grip Pod account on Instagram. I'm Shane Bacon. That's Max Homa Max. I hope you enjoy Southern California time. When do you play next? Uh, I play next week, uh, the first of the two events at Muirfield Village. So looking forward to that. I really like the golf course. We'll talk again before that. Shane, I want to thank you for your honesty, your transparency. Um, we all love you. Uh, I'm glad we got to learn a little bit about this whole situation, albeit not the best situation. Uh, like I said before, you're going to be doing bigger and better things. Um, maybe some people will be calling you Joe Buck pretty soon. Uh, the Joe Buck of golf. Uh, people don't seem to love his his golf stuff. So hopefully they're not nicer to you on my Twitter than they have been vice versa. So do you, do you, um, do you get, you, you were getting, I mean like that, that's one thing that I, I haven't done much social stuff. I, I, I got off Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I just was, I didn't want to be around it. So uh, yeah, I mean, I can only imagine, but there's yeah, a lot no, of good, like you said, 99% good, but I feel like the 1% just either, either have an opinion to have an opinion or they actually do have the opinion, but some are just, I don't agree with a lot of it. So I guess it's unfair to me. If I, if my, if it's my opinion, you could have your opinion, but um, I just think, I just think that it's going to be great. Like I can't wait till you get to do, whether it be golf or maybe you can finally do that college basketball thing. I don't know. That'd be pretty fun. Um, I think it'll be, it'll be really good. So we're, we're all, uh, looking forward to the next step, uh, that, that you have and, and the whole next step that a lot of those guys have, because, uh, Curtis and, and, and Brad, they're, they're fantastic oh, as well. They, there's so many guys, there's so many guys and girls at, at, at Fox that were, that were really, really, really talented. And, uh, and I hope, I uh, hope everybody lands on their feet. I know, uh, I know it's a stressful time for everybody. So, uh, if you worked at Fox, if you were a part of it at any capacity, just know, I love you and you're a rock star. And, uh, and you made my job a hell of a lot easier. I'm telling you, everybody on TV, that's uh, the cameras on them, there are 2,000 people out there that are making them look way better than they really are, including <laughs> whatever makeup artist is there that we get a lot of, get a lot of the powder. But uh, I appreciate the words, buddy. I mean, it's but it's been a, a, a an interesting week, but trying to stay positive, trying to look at it as a positive thing. And uh, and like I said, uh, the same thing I sent uh, Dan Hicks. I know they'll they'll crush uh, all the USGA championships because they, they do a great job with all of it. So it'll be uh, it'll be fun to see uh, from the couch and uh, and get a chance to dive into Wingfoot and Bandon. Uh, we'll be back on, are we going to do Monday? You wanna let's do Monday? do Monday, Shane. We'll do let's, Monday. Let's we'll be back on Monday. Back on track. <laughs> Listen, hey, this we we do this for fun, okay? Listen, we're doing this for fun. We don't, we're not getting checks poured we're into the podcast. Fun. We're having fun. Max is having to do it in the bathroom. Uh, we will be back next week. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Wash your hands. Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Family Talk with Straight Talk. You give and you give. It's time to get with Straight Talk Wireless. You get a reliable 5G network and unlimited data, and you get to choose who joins your family plan starting as low as $25 a line. 
Does it have to be family? It can be family or people you like. Get more lines and more savings. Switch to Straight Talk for family plans starting as low as $25 a line per month for four lines. Find us at Walmart and straighttalk.com. For network management practices, visit straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Taxes and fees apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.